That's good. That's very good. Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. Peace be multiplied. Everybody doing all right? Taking care of business? That's what you got to do. God's going to read some. We're in a difficult time, and if you can't look around and see what's going on, uh, you know, there's all kinds of teaching going on, but we need to start quitting being afraid to talk about the uh, spiritual realm and that Satan is real, period. That's right. Satan is real. And there's, you've never seen so much demonic activity ever than we're seeing this going on now. And it's, it's a very difficult time even for the churches right now. Uh, it's, it's just very difficult. I mean, times are just tough right now. And this is, I'm going to give you some statistics. I'm like, Kyle's going to read them for you, okay? One in five churches permanently closed within 18 months due to COVID-19. 7,700 churches closed in 2020. An estimated 15,000 churches will close in 2021. This is a difficult time. And the very thing that's needed is the very thing is closing down. That's right. And that's because of people. We need to be just as more committed now to the church than any other time. Spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially, we need to be more committed than any time. Because at this pace, Satan's going to win. Because our people are not being committed and dedicated like they're supposed to be. We're talking about uh, parables. Jesus was a master teacher. And the reason I, uh, when I first started in the ministry, I'd done a lot of the Old Testament stuff because the church I came out of said, Pastor, you, uh, not when Pastor Dan Johnny, Brother Johnny, they called me, you handled the Old Testament well. But this is not Old Testament time. This is definitely New Testament time. That's right. This, That's is, right. this is about Christ and him crucified and Jesus' teaching. And, you know, it's simple you don't even have to get a dictionary out when you uh, read the Gospels. I mean, and then Jesus' teaching in his parables are so simple that it gives us an easy understanding. And then we can take his parables and use his parables uh, to help us to have a better spiritual walk. The Bible tells us in 1 John 4 and 1, try the spirits by the spirit. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because false prophets are going out into the world. We can use that try the spirit by the spirit even in more areas than that. That's right. We need to try the spirit what I'm dealing with as an individual. Amen. We need to know what is behind my actions. What spirit am I dealing with? Do you with me? Also, we need to check and with the spirit of discerning, come on here, with the spirit of discerning, we need to discern what spirit other people around us are working out of. Because every, because everybody that thinks that they call themselves Christians or Lord, Lord, even Jesus said once, you call me Lord, Lord, but you do not what I say. So it, this is, you get nothing else out of this today. Try the spirits by the spirit. That means try the spirits, little one, by the spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. And you do that by being discerned, discernment of the spirit. You have to do that. Know what time, I'm telling you, 
I have never seen, heard of the stuff that's going on in this country or in the world that's going on now. And then there's so many uh, different avenues, uh, Facebook and what is it, TikToks and, and all that, and tweeters and all this stuff and all this stuff that's got all this information on it. And people are falling for that stuff, right. you see? And we divided. I've never seen racism as much as we see it now. Everybody's got a problem with somebody else. That's right. You see, it, 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 who's behind all of this? So what we need to do as individuals, we need to clean up our act. And it's got to start with the church. Right. I mean, divorce rates sky high. Suicide rates sky high. All right? Teenagers falling apart. I mean, it's just gone, gone. So what we want to talk about uh, this morning briefly is we, the people, the church, we've got to get ourselves together and start, clean, and start cleaning up some stuff. Right. You That's see, right. but once you clean up something, then you need to put something else there. You understand what I'm saying? You see, like, I guess you do. Sometimes uh, you clean your cabinets out and you take that stuff and, and, and donate it somewhere. You don't leave your cabinets empty. You put new stuff in there. That's right. You see, does that make sense? Teach. And so what we're going to try to do, and we're going to talk about here is when that impure spirit and he's round, comes out of a person. Jesus talks about a parable. He's talking something else there, but we're using this parable today because it happens today. There is a spirit rim, spiritual rim. There is that, and we need to understand that. We need to understand that there's a heavenly rim, but there's, then there's a dark side, a spiritual rim. Satan, ain't, Satan is a well in life, and when people talk about that, we keep forgetting that, when they had the war in heaven, a third, huh? A third Come on. came Come on. wound with Satan. Come on. Now, let me tell you something. Use your brain, okay? If a third of the angels that were in heaven at the very throne of God, Satan could convince them to follow him, he ain't ignorant. That's right. Yeah, he had, that's, he, I mean, he got, as they say years ago, he got game. Right. Yeah, you see, and guess where those those spirits, adverse spirits, demonic spirits, uh, dark forces are? They're on earth, and they're looking for some place to live. That's right. And that place is in the hearts and in the spirits of human beings. Jesus gave us a parable, very simple, a very great teacher, an incredible teacher. Uh, uh, we, we're reading the book of John as a church, uh, but I'm going to give you something else to read after I get done. But we're reading Matthews 12, 43 and 45 now, and we're going to try to get some information out of it. And we're going to try to break this down with the help of the Holy Spirit to us as individuals in our own households. Nothing changes in the, in the world or the community unless it changes in individuals. That's right. Right. You see, it's got to start with individuals. It's got to start in your household. Does that make sense? You see, you can't, you can't change the world, but you can help change yourself. That's right. That's and what right. goes on in your house. Here we go. Beginning with verse 43 from the NIV, it says that when an impure spirit comes out of a person. Now remember that. When an impure spirit 
comes out of a person. Now, that means that Jesus, this is in the red, is, is telling us that they're impure spirits. Say that, impure spirits. Impure spirits. He's, he's telling us that they're impure spirits. Now, you cannot be a Christian and not follow the, the teachings of Christ. And Jesus is warning us that they're impure spirits. He says when an impure spirit comes out of a person, that means that they're impure spirits that are looking for a place to land in folk. That's right. That's right. All right. Here we go. He says it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. He goes through all kinds of places seeking rest and he doesn't find it. He's restless. That impure spirit is restless and is going around looking for places to rest. That means to live, you see. So we need to make sure that we understand that these impure spirits, spirits are looking for a place to rest. All right? And this is what the master says, all right? Then it says, I will return to the house I left. Right. Well, what happened is uh, that house was, well, we'll go, oh, it'll be in the voice, all right? And he says, he'll, he left this house. And then he says, I will turn to the house I left. Ask somebody that's fighting addictions. They will tell you that you have to continually Keep your house clean. Because the same spirit that brought you into that is the same spirit that wants to take you back to that. That's right. That's right. The same spirit that rested once in your life is the same spirit that wants to come back and rest again. That's right. Satan doesn't believe that you're done with him yet. All right? All right. We'll get into that in a minute. It says when it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, well, swept clean, and put in order. See, when he gets back, it finds out, well, man, this house is swept clean. This person is trying to get their job, their life together. They're trying to get their family together. They're trying to get their life together. They swept it clean. There's no, there's no demonic forces going on there. There's nothing going I mean, it's clean. And guess what? He returns. And he finds it clean. Will he run? Let's see what he'll do. In verse 45, it says, Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. Guess and what? they go in and live there. He goes and gets company and brings that company back. And that person is seven times worse off than they were. Asked again, I'll use that. People will tell you, they struggle with addictions. I just use that because it's easy to use. Mm -hmm. Every time that they go back, it's harder to get back. They'll tell you that. You see? You all know that. If you go on a diet, every time you break that diet, each time it is, it's harder to get back. To get back. Right? You see, it's very difficult because, see, once you, you get comfortable, you see, and, and it's clean, and, you, and it's empty, and you didn't put anything in it. You see? And so, and, and you get the feeling good and, and you start ignoring things and thinking everything's all right and Satan's not going to bother me because I'm out of his reach right now. And he's gone. He's a, he used to live here. Really? You see? All right. Y'all with me? All right. The Bible goes on to say, and the final condition 
of that person is worse than the first. Now, the now they're worse off than they were in the first place. Why? Empty. Empty. See, this is what a lot of people say. When I go to church and I get saved, then they think they're, it's going to be okay. No, it ain't. You got to fight now. That's right. We'll get in that next scripture because there's an empty space and he's looking for an empty space. You got to fill it with something. You can't leave it empty. You see? Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. Jesus finishes by saying, that is how it will be with this wicked generation. And he tells it. said, this is how it's going to be with this wicked generation. Look at us. Things were going good there for a minute. We were doing really good for a minute, weren't we? Everybody got comfortable. And then here comes COVID-19, is that what they called it? And all hell broke loose. Folks is fighting folks, and folks wearing masks, don't, and folks don't want to do this, folks don't want to get shots, and all this stuff. And guess what? Everybody's got focus on COVID-19, and he is tearing up other areas of our lives. You see? Do you understand? Are y'all with me this morning? All right, we're going to do it with the voice because we want to make sure that we get a great understanding of your responsibility. Yes, God does his part. He, he helps you when you get saved, give your life to Christ, and you get saved and baptized with the Holy Spirit. Wow, you're in good shape. But there's still more to it than that. That's right. Somebody said salvation is free. Yes, salvation is free because Jesus Christ down his. But this, the work to stay there is on you. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's see what the voice says. So the Spirit says... I will return to the house I left. And it returns to find that house unoccupied, yeah, tidy, yeah. swept, and sparkling clean. I'm going back to where I left. Because I used to be there, and I was very comfortable there. Mm. I had a friend once, and he's then passed away. And uh, him and his uh, uh, lady friend broke up. She broke up with him. So she got... Uh, the locks changed, okay? Not knowing that there was a lock that she had never, okay, changed or used. He had already done it in the garage and got a key without her knowing it. It's a true story. She came home and guess who was sitting there? He was sitting there. Right. Oh, you would understand, you know what happened. You see what I'm saying? You can't ever stop working right. in your spiritual life. Amen. Ever. Amen. You say, I tell you all the time, God won't give up on you. Satan won't, your mama, God, and Satan won't give up on you. That's right. Those are three people usually hanging there with you, right? All right? That's right. You see? Verse 45, he says, well... Then not only does one spirit set up shop in that sparkling house. Not only one. One started out. It started out with one. And some of you know it. And some of you have been in here before. You see, you can start an argument, and that thing can take you someplace that, that you didn't think you would ever go to. Well. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about households now. I'm talking about families. You all have it. Most of you have probably been through it, where uh, one person... Uh, can be that everybody's got an idiot in their family, all right? 
everybody's got one. That's right. You see, I mean, there's always somebody that's going to act a fool, right? Next thing you know, somebody, that one infects others. Now you've got six more idiots following that idiot. Come on here. You know what I'm saying? You see? Because you allow that one to come back. Well, it is Thanksgiving. Just because it's a holiday doesn't mean that that person has changed. That's the same person it's always been. That's right. You see? Your Thanksgiving ought to be not invite that person. Your Thanksgiving ought to be that you ain't inviting that person. That's right. Are y'all with me? That's right. Because Jesus talked about life. We need life lessons now because there's too much going on in families. You see? We, I mean, people are feeling guilty about stuff they, need, they don't feel guilty about. Next thing, you feel shame, and then he brings the spirit of uh, uh, blame. He brings the spirit, uh, spirit of anger. He just keeps bringing other spirits with him, That's right. tr trying to defile and to tear up your family or your personal life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Again, he doesn't have one spirit setting up shop. He brings seven more wicked spirits along. Seven more what? Wicked spirits. Yeah, I said six while well, I go seven more. That's eight now. He brings seven more wicked spirits with him. That's right. I've seen it happen. I've seen people in church be in church and doing well in church and get out of church. And this is what's happening. That's why these churches are closing. And they get out of church and the next thing they know, they're so far out there, they can't get back. Yeah, you see, they, they were there one time, they got over that one thing they had, and they were really doing good, and got to playing around, wasn't paying attention, quit meditating, quit going to Bible study, quit reading, quit doing any of those things, because now you can look at everything on, on uh, Facebook and all that. There's people at church with us now, they're looking at us right now, so there's any excuse Right. Not to be able to do that, but there are people who are not doing that. And the next thing you know, you, you look at them and you're like, what happened? And you know what happened. That's right. Satan got back in there and brought company. That's right. He ain't by himself. He's got company. You got to stop him. Toe hole, foot hole, strong hole. You got to stop him. Right. All right. It goes on to say, and the poor man, the house, is worse off than he was before. And then the poor man in the house is worse off than it was before. This is the evil generation. This is what we're dealing with. See, America is in trouble with its attitude That's right. toward one another. That's right. America is in trouble That's right. with its attitude with folks. You know, a lot of people don't watch the news. I watch the news, and I need to watch the news because I want to know what's going on around us. And, and you know, and so I like the, uh, you can watch uh, CNN and then turn to Fox, and you think they're talking about two different folk. Right. Come on here. You know, I'm just using this as a parable. Say parable. You know, seeing you. When Trump, when President Trump was there, you watch CNN, he was the villain. You turn it on Fox, he was the hero. That's right. You see? And what it done, it split this country right down the middle. Do you understand what I'm saying? These things happen, and it can happen. I'm using the White House. That's a mess up there. But how's it 
in your house? Then how is it in you? You see? You see, what we like is when we go to church, what we like is we want to feel good and we want the, uh, a prosperity message and we want to feel jumping and say, see, Satan ain't scared of that. One thing about him, Satan's not like most folks think. He don't want to be seen. He don't want to be noticed. That's right. He wants you to think he's not alive. He wants you to think he's not real. You see? You know, he likes that. He, he wants you to think about anything but him. And so we need to start preaching about the devil. The devil, Satan, is real, and his angels are real. Adverse forces, demonic forces, satanic activity and strategy is real. That's right. And if we don't start fighting against it, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Do you understand? I'm watching over here, and I got these, these people want to get their little kids in wearing the mask. These kids don't want to wear the mask, and the kids are probably like, what am I supposed to do? That's right. You see, just splitting it right down the middle. I'm not talking about what you're doing either. I'm just saying, look what's happening here. You see, I don't think there's anything wrong anymore. You can be anything now. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong. Everything is good. That's who we are. I'm like, my goodness. You see, what's this new group of people called them? They? What is it? Them? It's called them, okay. It's called them. Them. This is the newest thing. It's called, yes, them. Don't call me this, that, this. I'm a them. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, what, what is the them? Right. You see, this is what's going on in your country. You see, and you all are laughing. Your children are going to school. Absolutely, and that, that's around them. Yes, and so what do they do? They're taking all of this in, right? Whoever heard of it, I'm just using world stuff. I mean, Going to a concert and folks are getting killed, trampled over because somebody wants to see a rapper. Come on. You see, we can't get people to go see a preacher. But you right, right, you know? And then come on here, God bless them, and you take your child to a rap concert, nine years old, that's the one that got killed, I think it was one night. What are we doing? What, what, what are we doing, people? This is individual stuff that Satan is telling you, oh, it's okay. Yes, Satan said, it's safe. No, it ain't. No, it's not safe. You see? We don't put the responsibility on the person. No, the responsibility is in the home. That's right. Come on here. You know, I, I was, uh, it, it's, uh, I, I'm in trouble sometimes, and, you know, I told you all I had to get off sugar so to keep, keep my try to keep fit a little bit and so uh, I got they got this uh, sugar free you know, the sugar free like sugar free uh, stuff Come on, teach. and then you look at the sugar free stuff and it ain't good for you that's right teach. you see so I'm, I'm doing this new thing when I get a taste for something get a banana get some grapes right. you see because Everybody is selling something that's going to make it taste better for your taste buds. They don't care what it's going to do to your body. That's right. It's greed. This is what we're living in now. But it's your responsibility to read the label. All right. I was upset 
about what's going on around people, and I want us to be educated, and I want us to be responsible for our families and our children, each other, as we should be responsible. God gave us a mind. He gave us a brain. We need to use it, and That's he right. gave us the Holy Spirit, and we need to follow it. That's right. Amen. 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 Now turn to Ephesians chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 10 to 13 and, and from the, the Passion. The reason I've done it this way, we just got through hearing Jesus in the Gospels. Now we're going to go to Paul. It's going to Paul. I'm wanting my people in Christ Temple North to understand that you are in a spiritual warfare. Period. You see? Then we can do the prodigal son some other time. You see, everybody likes the prodigal son preachers because that's a happy ending. If you don't keep your life right with Christ and you don't submerge yourself in the gospel and you don't follow Christ and be led by the spirit, there's not going to be a happy ending. That's right. That's right. All right. He says, now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. This is Brother Paul talking. Be supernaturally infused with now, strength. Here's what I'm saying. He's be what? Supernaturally infused. Sometimes we have to ask the Holy Spirit to give us supernatural spirit. Don't be scared of that. You need supernatural spirit because we're dealing with supernatural spirits. So we need to have the supernatural spirit, your power infused it with the strength through your life union. We got to have that. It's time. Hey, you cannot fight the devil in your flesh. That's right. You're not strong enough in your flesh to fight the devil. Hey, it's, it's hard enough to fight our appetites. Come on. Come on. Right? Come on. You cannot win. You will never win unless you have that supernatural strength. And that comes from the Holy Spirit. So the Bible tells us be supernaturally infused. You all know what that is. Empowered. That's right. Infused. You see, a while back, uh, my uh, oncologist told me he wanted me to get an iron infusion because mm -hmm. yes. he thought my iron was low. And they had had that uh, talk. And then I talked to my nurse's practitioner because sometimes they know more than the doctors. That's a fact. She said, well, Johnny, you don't get sick. You don't have any of these problems. Uh, or you, let's just take some uh, vitamin iron pills. And I'm saying, what? And then, so I did. And it got better, and then my other doctor said that when they told you that, did they tell you to take that with a little orange juice? I said, no. Of course, she was really upset. I took vitamin iron peel with a little orange juice, and ain't had no problem since. Thank God for the nurse's practitioner. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't have to get that infusion because somebody else showed me another way. All right? You see, 
But in the spirit world, you have to have that infusion that comes from God, the Holy Spirit, through your life union. I'm telling you, you're going to need it with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. With the Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes you have to ask God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. I don't know how you pray, but I always live with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, infuse me. Give me strength. I need for you to give me strength because I'm, get, I'm getting ready to go through something now. He'll do that. That's right. You see, he's stronger than the devil. When you are stronger, see, Satan only picks, he's a bully, first of all, That's right. and he only picks on people he can whip. You see? That's right. When you have that supernatural power and you're infused with, with uh, uh, God's strength in the Lord Jesus Christ, in your life union, what does it say next? Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power. You will stand victorious with the forces of his power. You want to stand victorious? Ask God to infuse your life with the Holy Spirit. And you will stand and live in power. It's time for us to live in power. I can only talk to you, you all to know me. Power. We need power. That's right. That comes from the Holy Spirit. That's right. We need the power and strength to stand up against Satan and all his activities. That's right. That's right. You can get it. You can get it. Paul's telling us. Jesus is telling us. How's your life? What are you doing with your life? Why is Satan kicking you around? You're a Christian. I use this all the time, and I'd like to do this, but I couldn't do this. Uh, when Mike Tyson was in a fight, and Kamana, is that his name, used to be his uh, coach? I mean, excuse me, trainer. Yeah. And he was in the corner. He wasn't doing very good. And it's a true story. And Mike had his, his head down, and he smacked him. Said, Get your head up. You're the heavyweight champion of the world. I'd like to do that <laughs> with some Christians. Yes. Boom. Get your head up. You're a Christian. You're empowered by the Holy Spirit. You see? You, you are born, huh? Born again Christian, a new creation in Christ. And you are You have supernatural power in your life union now through the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand victorious with everything around you. I'm telling you it works. Okay? Then we're told to put on God's complete set of armor provided for us. And and, and we put on the whole thing. And then you're going to read that when you get home. You put on the whole thing. You know why I get upset at you all? Ask me why. I had to go through all of this cancer, all of of this chemo, all of this stuff that God could use me as an example to show you that you can get through anything and that man doesn't have the last say. That's right. That's right. Period. And once I figured that out, I'm saying, oh, I glorify God for using me as a vessel to show other people that the power of God can do when you're in the supernatural. You see, that, 
The doctor was right when he told me, you got five to seven years to live, 26, 26 years ago. He was right. Yes, what he saw and the condition my body was in, the condition I was in, he was right yes, where he was at. He wasn't wrong, he was right, but God yes, makes the call, right. period. You see? And I didn't need a blood infusion. I needed the Holy Ghost, yes, the Holy Ghost to come in with supernatural power and infuse my body and give me strength to fight the demon of cancer, period. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm standing here today, people, people say, yeah, you're 75, I'm 75, and the only thing, I'm, sometimes I get tired, I don't know if it's the medication or I'm 75. <laughs> So, so I just lay down, you know, take a break. Yeah, I, but thank God. And, and, and the same God that empowered Pastor Fields to get through those situations and circumstances and is the same God that'll do the same thing from you. The same lesson that I got from Paul, the Apostle Paul here, is the same lesson he'll give to you. The same parable that Jesus used is the same parables that you can use. Satan has no more power in your life because you are supernaturally infused and you have the strength in your life to be victorious no matter what your condition, your condition is in. That's right. That's right. You see and you, you got to talk to him sometimes. He is a liar, and he's the father of lies, and the truth is not in him. But you have to have the confidence. That's right. That's right. You have to have the spiritual confidence. Thank you. All right. That was good. That's right. Got carried That's right. away. But again, Pastor, you couldn't have done it if you didn't put on God's complete set of armor. And God's complete set of armor, and I'm not going to go through that armor because you're going to go home and read it after I get through uh, reading this last thing because some things you need to find out for yourself. You know, you know the, the belt of truth, the, you know, and the breastplate of righteousness and the showing it, shoes of peace and faith and helmet of salvation and the sword of uh, uh, the spirit, which is uh, God's word. You go home and figure that out yourself. I'm here for another thing. I'm here to inspire you and to encourage you because one thing about it, trouble will find you, That's right. That's but right. trouble shouldn't bind you. You see, we don't have to fail because everybody else is failing around us. That's right. You see, I don't care what the score is. You see, I'm playing my position. Teach. You understand what I'm saying? Teach. There's some people like that. They, you know, they may be losing, but there's some people going to play their heart out. They don't care what the score is. You see, if, and if you're a good, I'm going to talk sports, I like sports. If you're a good athlete, you don't even know what the score is. You don't care if you're 20 points ahead or 20 points behind, it's zero to zero. It's zero to zero. I'm going to keep on fighting. I'm going to keep fighting until it's done. Are y'all with me? Make a stand. We're going to make a stand today. Make a stand. No more. I'm tired of Satan. When he comes to your, when he comes to your home, and he comes in, and he goes and gets seven more, he don't know you seventy times more powerful you are than when he left the sex shop. That's, right, that's right. That's right. And the Bible says, "Resist the devil, and he'll flee." That's right. You see? Are you are you with me? Where am I at? He goes on.
goes on to say, so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. And you'll be protected. You'll be protected against who? The accuser. Accusers. You are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth from the accuser. You're protected. See, walk like it. Talk like it. Think like it. Process this, what I'm telling you. Put it in your life. I promise you, it'll work for you. That's right. You see? The message says it this way. It says that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. Hey, listen to me. God is strong, and he wants who strong? Me. God is strong, and he wants who strong? Me. God is strong, and he wants who strong? Me. What are you talking about? That's what we're talking about here. God wants you strong. And I want to be strong. Father, I want to be strong. I want you to infuse in me the power of the Holy Spirit so I can be strong. Because right. I, I know you love me and you want me to be strong. And I submit to the word of God because the word of God tells me that if I submit to you and the Holy Spirit will make me strong. It works. That's how it works. He says, so take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials. He's given us everything that we need to fight. You remember? I told you, there's only two types of people, those that flight and those that fight. That's right. I'll say it again. Those that flight and those that fight. Those that flight, those that fight. Which one are you? Come on. Which one? Which one? Fight. All right. He says, but put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws you And then uh, you'll be able to stand. No matter what Satan throws at you, you'll be able to stand. And the old folks say, when you can't stand, stand anyhow. He'll give that to you. Yes. When the bad news comes, you can stand. Bad situations come, you can stand. And it's a good thing. That's right. And people look at you, and you'll have an audience, and they'll look at you. You remember the prayer we done a few weeks ago? Your light is shining in the midst of darkness. That's right. Folks, how do you do this? And you say, I believe the gospel. That's right. I believe the gospel. You see? All right. Verse 12, he says, your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realm. Yes, well, we're not fighting against human beings. We're fighting against authorities, uh, adverse forces, I think the next one talks about. We're fighting against adverse forces. Spiritual people can win. You can't whip Satan now in the flesh. But spiritual people will win. That's right. We know who we're fighting. You see, we know who we're fighting. You all are, we all sports fans in here, most of us. The Chiefs are playing who today? Raiders. Oh, there's a Raider fan sitting up on the front row there. <laughs> well, that's, that's a divided house. May not stand, huh? Uh, <laughs> Guess what they done? Both teams looked at the film. That's right. Looked at and say who they're playing. They looked at the film to see who they were playing and to see where they can find weaknesses. And they 
it works. That's right. The other team looks at the plan and found out the last game they played where their weakness is at, and they strengthen them. We that team. We the team that looked at how we handled things before, and we asked the Holy Spirit to strengthen us and empower us where we were weak. That's right. So when that next fight comes, they got they got the flight because they can't handle the fight. That's right. Are y'all with me? That's right. All right. Again, so we understand, let's read the voice. Verse 12 says, we're not waging war against enemies of flesh and blood. And you've got to understand that sometimes people think they're dealing with people. It's the spirit in the people. You see? Satan wants you to think it's the person. It ain't the person, it's him. That's right. That's right. It's the spirit in the person. That's right. It's not flesh and blood. It's the spirit in the person. Some people just got a bad spirit. All right? He says, no, this fight is against tyrants. Tyrants. Against authorities, against supernatural powers and demon, excuse me, demon princes that slither in the darkness of this world. In other words, adverse forces, demonic forces that are in the world. You all know that. I didn't have to tell you. You see what's going on here. You see what's going on around us. But we win. That's right. Because we understand. We know the program. We know what's up. He'll flee from us. That's right. Because see, a bully doesn't like a good fight. Y'all do know that, right? That's right. A bully don't. He a bully don't really want to fight. And he definitely doesn't want a fight that he knows he can't win. That's right. So he's supposed to leave us alone. Okay. Verse thirteen, he says, because of this. You must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. That's what we are. We're going to rise victorious. And it's by putting the full armor of God on. I wasn't going to do it today because I want you to go home and finish this. Ephesians 6, start at 10 and read it all the way through. It's talking about putting on the full armor of God. Everything ought to be, not be made easy to you. That's right. Some things you need to find out for yourself. Amen. Some things you need to work on it for yourself. Amen. I've given you the inspiration Amen. and some information. Amen. Now the, you go home and read the rest of that and get the rest of that information. That's right. That's right. And put it in your spirit. Yes. And once you put it in your spirit, you just feel good about life. Right. You feel good about life. Don't let pastor want to smack you and say, you're a Christian. Get your head up. Amen? Amen. God is good.